Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's show time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Aloha. Come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets right here. Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This is episode 280 for the week Ooh. of April 18th, 2019. I think it's April 18th. Or it will be April sure. 18th. Through the Twilight Zone at you. Though, okay. So, this week on the show, we'll talk about that more later. But this week, we did have a, uh, a voicemail message that I wanted to play for everybody out there. I damn near fell over. I'm sorry. I was, well, I mean, it's been so long since we've had one. It was, I was like, what? What's, what is this? It still I, works? I didn't even know. Yeah. The only problem is we don't know who it was from. I know. <laughs> Whoever did this, please contact us and let us know so we can can properly thank you for sending it. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to play that for you right now. It is about 10.45, and I'm about to ride my last ride of my Magic Kingdom uh, vacation. And I'm on Splash Mountain, and just wanted to say from Springfield, Tennessee, that this one's for you, Keith, Allen, and Sean. Appreciate all y'all doing the wonderful podcast you have. Have a great evening. Bye. Awesome. Thank you for the voicemail. And I just want to thank the, the person out there, if you really do exist, unless it was like <laughs> some kind of like robot on the internet and just sent a message. I don't know. But uh, thank Either you. Either way, it was nice. Yeah. <laughs> and it was nice that you were on Splash Mountain. I know we got. I know you sent this uh, a couple weeks ago, but, uh, you know, we're, we did get to it. And we are playing it. So I appreciate that. We're slow and stuff. Yeah, it happens when you get older. Yeah, it sucks being old. Yeah, the only good thing is that we're closer to retirement than... Well. (laughs) (laughs) That's a long way to go, but still. Maybe. If I ever get to retire. I don't think I will. (laughs) All these Disney trips are taking all my retirement funds away. (sighs) Well, living in New Jersey is taking everything away from me. Well, yeah. Yeah, That's the worst part. (laughs) Except the thrill pumping to your own gas. Yeah, that's something we don't have to worry about. We don't have to worry about stinky fingers or anything like that. Doesn't that annoy you though? Like if you go do your gas, you have you your hands end up stinking. Um, well, not really. I mean, I I keep like some uh, um like Purell stuff in the car for when I'm done, like at the gym and stuff, like anyway. So so it's always in there. But gotcha. Um, I also have a couple iTunes reviews. One is from December. Um, DVC Mary, she says, I feel like it's hanging out with old friends discussing Disney favorites. Sound quality is much better than many Disney podcasts. 
The Aww. podcast never lets me down. Great interviews, listener input, fun topic. Thanks, guys, and Sean, you're so handsome. Thank you, Mary. I love, I love you too. That was not in there. How do you know? Because I also can see iTunes reviews. No, you can't. <laughs> and the next one from um, To Hars. I miss Sean and Keith over the holidays. Yes, I know. I'm sorry, but we did come back, as you do know. We haven't had a review since January, so. But uh, I'm a new listener, so their break gave me a chance to go back and listen from episode one. Whoa! Whoa! That's so, the. That's almost as bad as like on um, hit the Marvel marathon. Oh, I know, that's, right? Man, um, so glad they're back for 2019. So, um, Hars, reach out to us. Let us know that you're still listening. Let us know if you really continue to go back through all the episodes, because I I would like to talk to you and maybe even have you on the air if you'd want to come on. And not to just necessarily just talk about that, but uh, it would just be interesting to hear somebody who's recently listened to some of the older episodes anyway. But uh, I think it'd be cool. But hey, that's yeah. just me. Um, and also the last line was that Sean is 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 very funny. Definitely. Yeah, no, that's not there either. Just it is. I'm telling you. Why would I uh, make this stuff up? There's a multitude of reasons why <laughs> you would make that up. No, you're being silly, Keith. Just so silly. No, oh, well, oh my silly. gosh, a new review just came through. Holy cow, that's no. crazy. Yeah. Here we go. Oh my goodness, this is incredible. <laughs> I it's just... from uh, Bob Iger, right? No, like, no, no. No, he thinks it, that Sean is so handsome and so great, and no, it doesn't say anything like that. It just says from Diz fans. I just want to thank Keith and Sean for all the years of hard work, and especially Sean dealing with Keith for all these years. It just got to be very difficult listening to Keith and and talking to Keith and smelling Keith and and and, and <laughs> smelling me. I, I don't know where they got smelling from, but yeah, uh, I mean, you know, it's once a week on Fridays, whether I need one or not. And and that he pretends that he cooks, and I I, I know I know I, I don't know what what he really does, but um, yeah, thank you for that review to Disney fan people. Um, you know what was funny was um, Keith posted on Facebook and said that um, I forgot who said that chefs were hot. Who was it? Oh, it was um, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, so Scarlett Johansson <laughs> she thought says that chefs were the hottest men on the planet. Yes, and my reply is, yeah, they're hot because they work in a hot kitchen. Well, but then wouldn't it be said about, you know, construction workers and roofers and everybody else that has to, like, work outside? Well, maybe she's never interacted with one before and didn't know how hot it was for them. Yeah, because I'm sure she has never had a house built before. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm poor. I don't kind of have money for... <laughs> for roofers to hang out on my roof because they're hot. I don't know. <laughs> Just because she didn't say IT guys are the hottest, you kind of have to, have to harsh my buzz, man. Yeah, we're we're cold. We're, we're not hot. We're cold. We work yeah. in a cold environment. It's cold as ice. Exactly. So we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I got enough, nothing else Disney right there. So <laughs> with that... Let's take a break and send it over to Steve. Please, Steve, save us. Hi, Steve from Disney Diary here. This is What's News. A panel of Disney Imagineers and Lucasfilm storytellers 
came together at Star Wars Celebration in Chicago to help fill in a few more details on what to expect when the new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opens. One of the questions that was answered was how our favorite Star Tours pilot, Rex, ended up on Batu and as a DJ. The short story is basically Rex kind of flunked his way out of Star Tours, eventually through some misadventures found his way to the Rebellion. Uh, in the, the final battle of the Galactic Civil War, the Battle of Jakku, um, in a very epic uh, TIE fighter chase, he ends up crash landing on Batu. There he is rescued by the local droid smith, Mubo, where he's uh, repaired and made into a, a DJ for Oga's Cantina. That was Matt Martin of the Lucasfilm Story Group explaining. Disney California Adventure will be the location of the Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party. This is a new separate ticketed Halloween party featuring a new World of Color spectacular called Villainous. It'll have an interactive Descendants-inspired dance party, a stage show with Mickey Mouse, and a Disney Villains walkthrough experience. Tickets go on sale later this month. It's official. Misner's Lounge at Disney's Grand Floridian will be turned into a Beauty and the Beast-inspired lounge with four distinct areas inspired by Belle and the Beast. Work is starting to take place this week on Epcot's entryway. This will alter where security will finally end up. What this means is that during the first phase, those coming to Epcot by monorail, bus, or taxi will enter Epcot through the west side security screening area. That's the one closest to the buses. Those coming to Epcot from the parking lot will enter through the east side security screening area. The loading and unloading zones for the trams will be moved as well, and there will be two tram services, an east tram and a west tram. Walt Disney World's celebration of Disney's Hollywood Studios' 30th anniversary will take place on its 30th anniversary on May 1st. There will be a star-studded cavalcade, a special button, a special map, special merchandise, of course, and debut of the new nighttime projection show, Wonderful World of Animation. Finally, Disney will launch its new Disney Plus direct-to-consumer streaming service on November 12th at a cost of $6.99 per month or $69.99 a year. In addition to all the Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, National Geographic, films, and TV shows, Disney Plus will also be the exclusive home of, well, The Simpsons. Homage Simpson here, proud addition to the Disney family and soon appearing on Disney Plus. I, for one, salute our new corporate overlords. Please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. Now, back to the Tiki 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 Hut. Thank you, Steve, for the news once again this week. And thanks for tolerating us another week. So, we are back. And this week on the show, we put it out there into the interwebs to get some listener feedback. It's been a while, so we did some listener feedback. And we're actually recording two episodes at once. So, for those people out there who aren't going to get their voices heard, I am sorry. But... um, Sorry. Yeah, we decided to put this out there last minute. With that, what we're going to talk about here is your favorite cheat meal at Walt Disney World. Place, items, wherever that's going to be. So with your favorite cheat meal, I'm going to send it over to Keith to tell me where the cheapskates like to go. (laughs) Well, hey, at Disney, if you can find a deal anywhere, that's that's, that's a feat. Um, I still think I know... I talk about this place quite a bit. Um, Pecos Bills. Well, you can eat salad bar. Fajita platter there. It's pork and chicken 
get the rice and the beans and the tortillas and then um you have the entire um toppings bar that you can just take and load that sucker up a cheaper meal there is if you get the nachos it's even cheaper and uh you can still go and get your toppings bar it's a meal that you can share so it's even cheaper there as well so that is always uh, one of our spots to hit up you know which is good because sometimes nachos sometimes you don't want like everything going on in your nachos sometimes it's just fun to have you know nachos without all that extra meat and all that so right. it's, it's a good way to to go that route even if it's like just a snack exactly and i mean it's a shareable snack too right so. exactly unless you lick them and then that person <laughs> won't want them well yeah <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Depends on how hungry they are. That's true. <laughs> All right. So my first one is that I'm going to head over to the Polynesian Resort. And a good option here is to go to Captain Cook's and get the Tonga Toast there. Because the Tonga Toast is like 9 bucks as opposed to eating it upstairs at Kona Cafe where it's like 16 17 bucks. Right. So the the major difference there is that you're not getting the I think the strawberry glaze on the top. I think that's what they put on whatever it is. Some kind of fruit the on the top. Is, the sauce is yeah. Yeah. Top. You don't get, but still. Which I'm okay with. I don't necessarily need that mm-hmm. because the Tonga toast without that is like perfection for breakfast. So go for it. I mean and it saves you it saves you a little bit of money and you can get into the park a whole lot quicker. Exactly. And if you want that strawberry flavor, <laughs> go get, get yourself a pack of strawberry jelly. True. Good point. At the thing and spread that. It's still good. It's just, it's filling too. I mean, that thing is huge. Yeah. It is. To stay there at Captain Cook's, um, I absolutely love your pulled pork nachos there. Um, you just love um, nachos. I do love nachos. What kind man. of cheese isn't yours? <laughs> um, the. Um, the cheese was stuff. The nacho the, cheese. Yeah, but uh, but man, those pulled pork nachos there are phenomenal. Um, it's got um, like a spicy like pineapple sauce on it. It's just big um, like portion too, so that it's really filling. Um, it's fantastic. I don't know. I know I've had. I don't remember if I've ever had them over there, but uh, really, they're so I don't good. Remember. I don't recall. I don't think we did. I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. So next for me <laughs> is this only goes when you're in the cooler season in in Disney World or the Magic Kingdom, and more so more so at night. You don't want it to be too hot, but uh, if you're going, you want to have uh, something warm to eat. Is the the clam chowder over at the New England clam chowder at the Columbia Harbor House? It's like six fifty for a small. Mm-hmm. Bowl of uh, Columbia, uh, Columbia, Columbia Harbor House's um, New England clam chowder. It's pretty good. You know, you throw some crackers in there, and you and you get a little, getting a little bit more substance to it. And it's just one of those. It's a little hearty meal because I love soups in the wintertime. It's not something I'm really going to have when it's like 95 degrees out. Right. Yeah. But um, you know, it's a, it's something light for the most part because there's not a whole lot to it, and it's cheap. You should serve like a, a hunk of bread or something with that. Yeah, they should. I mean, that'd be like heaven. We're serving be an a bread extra, bowl. Like $2, but. A bread bowl would be great. <laughs> yes, it would. Like, I'm not a big chowder fan, but 
I have heard that theirs is pretty good there. And for that price, too, I mean, if you was at a sit-down place and order that, like, it'd be a 12 or $14 right. bowl of soup. I know. So, another one I just love, if you're over at Animal Kingdom and uh, it's breakfast time, Ostop, Yak and Yeti, and the breakfast burrito there. It's got scrambled eggs, cheese, and sausage, and then um, you get, like, like, tater tots as well. It's a pretty big... Like burrito, it's extremely filling, and it's better than filling up on sugar. Um, uh, it will just, you know, you'll take uh, and crash later on. It's got some protein in it, so it's pretty good. And it's a nice, quieter spot to um, to sit down and kind of enjoy that and, and start your day that way. Yeah, it sounds good. I've never done it, but I might give that a try. That was actually the post-race meal I had after the 5K that year. Oh, was so, it? Yeah. It was was extremely filling, too. Oh, that's good. It was good. All right. So the next one on my list is kind of... It's a little bit pricey for me. It's over at the Magic Kingdom of Sleepy Hollow, and that is the sweet and spicy chicken waffle sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ten forty nine. It comes with chips, house-made chips. The ten forty nine. I think... I think it's a little bit too pricey, but I when I get it, it usually tends to end up being a snack and it's an expensive snack. But I think it's one of the things where like you have it for lunch. I think it's it's more doable and it's cheaper than a lot of the other quick service meals that are out there at ten forty nine. But I like to get the extra extra esque for extra sauce, so I get it because mm-hmm. sometimes it could be a little bit dry. Right. Um. So I like to get the extra sauce, but uh, it's. It's a good. Uh, it's usually if you ask for the extra sauce, I think it's like perfect because you get a, you get more spice and then you get the sweetness from the waffle and it just works out to perfection with that extra sauce on there. And you can really walk and eat with it, which is kind of rare for a Disney food item, like quick service item. So um, it's one of those that are, are good to do every once in a while. Now, do you get yours with the, the slaw too on it? Um, usually no? not. Yeah, um, I tried it with the slaw, and I was just was not a fan. It tasted it, too mayony, mayony, like a not mayo, but a little too. Um, oh, God, what's the word? It's almost like it's too wet. And, yeah, yeah. And it made like your waffle soggy. Yeah. Um. I'm not sure. Maybe um, it was a scoop that was off the bottom and all the stuff had settled and stuff. And I guess it, the, he scooped it from there. But but could be. it's way better than without the slot. But that's a pretty like filling snack. It's like it is. If you're doing like a, a sit down, like a meal for dinner and did you just like want a smaller like, lunch or something? It's perfect for that. Right. But yeah, if you put a piece of fried chicken in a waffle, I mean, I'm sold right there. So. Yeah. I think another, um, it's not extravagant by any means, um, but it's definitely a shareable meal. And it's a breakfast again. But the, um, the bounty platters that's at the, at the resorts, you get so much food with those. I mean, you get rambled eggs with bacon, sausage, you get home fries, you get... The mini um, the waffles, too. I mean, it's like a $15 breakfast. If you're sharing it, it's totally worth it. 
like I said, it's not the fanciest of meals, right. um, but it gets the job done, and it's really affordable sharing it. I'm probably one of the few people out there that do not like Mickey waffles because to me, they're usually what? yeah, they're too dry and too hard in my opinion. I've Extra never syrup, man. I know just... you have to put a lot of syrup on it. It's just it's always, they're always really hard, and I don't like hard waffles. I like soft waffles. If you get the ones that it's been sitting there for like a half hour, forty minutes, That's yeah, they I can be hard, but yeah. All right, my next one is this is sort of like uh, this is over in Epcot, and this is over at the, the fish and chip stand there. Yes. And the reason I chose that, it's it's a good price. It, it's not a huge portion of food, the fish and chips, but it's filling. But the reason why it made my list was because you could take your dish over and you can go sit over in the gardens over behind yeah. the uh, the stores over there and you can listen to some music. So it's sort of like a twofer where you can get entertainment and enjoy your food as well, relaxed. Sometimes you get a little bit of shade back there depending on the time of day. So I like that. I like that you can um, get some entertainment and have a, a decent meal, you know, so that was there. Well, and it, it saves you what, like like five or six bucks from eating essentially that same meal inside of Rosen Crown. Oh, I want to say I, I want to say it's like double the price inside there. Well, I think the pub the pub is like the same price. But if you sit in the, the restaurant itself, yeah, um, I think it's double. It's probably like a bigger portion of fries, I'm sure, is probably what right. you get. But yeah, uh, Jomo's do that like when it's not like a festival there, right. which is rare to find anymore. But yeah, the, the fish and chips there is really good. And, you know, you get yourself a heart blogger and sit down and stuff and pour like a ton of malt vinegar on it. Mm. And you're good to go, man. And some on the side. You know, that's what I like is like uh, if you can get something to put the, the vinegar in, because I like to dip it. Right, you know, yep. that's like so much better. Um, all right, so let's go to um, see what our, our listeners out there on Facebook have to say. So first here, I have um, Megan Van Sluten says the cheese empanadas from the Cantina de San Angel. Um, Ooh, can't go are... wrong with cheese empanadas, man. No, dude, an empanada place just opened up by our house right right now, and they're really, only, yeah, they're only open up till four o'clock every day. It's like, what the like? How uh, am I gonna boo. eat there? I work. Ooh. I don't get home until six o'clock. So right. Um, Emily Milligan says the turkey leg at Magic Kingdom. I grab one in Frontierland and sit by the magic carpets of Aladdin while the kids ride. Because she's afraid to go in circles. <laughs> uh, Nikki Manley says the chicken fried rice at Yak and Yeti Animal Kingdom. The Nutella and fruit waffle at the Sleepy Hollow Magic Kingdom. I just don't like Nutella. Um, really? Yeah, I don't like Nutella. I don't like the taste of it. Um, wow, that's yeah. interesting. The pooled pork nachos from Captain Cook's. There's another one for you, Keith. Yes, so good. Lisa Green says yak and yeti egg rolls and fried rice. Ryan Paolo says kid nachos at Pickles Bills and load up on the toppings bar. That's, that, an, <laughs> that's a smarter choice is to yes. get the kids one. Actually, doing anything, if you don't have a big appetite, is do a kid's meal at quick service because you do get pretty decent-sized portions on a lot of the things, especially like at Columbia Harbor House. You can get like um, the chicken fingers and, and shrimp on the side, and it's a good portion. Right, yeah. 
Mackenzie Vatimo says, I love Pecos when there is a huge crowd because you can get in and out so easily. That is um, true. Uh, Michael Sullivan, the Earl of Sandwich for the win. Oh, that's a, that's a good I one. I thought FTW stood for something way <laughs> completely different. <laughs> uh, I, was, <laughs> I was like, is he going to read that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mackenzie replied to that and says, my favorite is the ham and pineapple sandwich. And then Michael said, um, I'm a holiday turkey guy myself. I'm in that's, the holiday turkey. Yep. I am too. There. Actually, I had a holiday turkey sandwich today for lunch. Um, Dave Kerr says Disney Springs is the Blaze Pizza, which is good. I do. Blaze Pizza is a good option because you get a a good sized pizza for a nice price. Um, Roll a sandwich. Animal Kingdom is the Flame Tree Barbecue. Can easily share meals. Hollywood Studios is a 50s prime time. Just love the atmosphere. Magic Kingdom is a Sleepy Hollow great dessert waffles that are shareable and filling. Epcot, large pizza from Vianopoli, feeds two adults and two kids. Cassie Justice, Flame Tree Barbecue, pulled pork cheese fries. Oh, God. Are they good? I would kill somebody for a plate of those right now. Man, that sounds really good. Like, yeah, those things are good. Like, what's what's the dressing for it? It, It's just like like barbecue sauce. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Taylor Hartley, Kids and Nachos from Pico's. Bill, there's two for that. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell Smart Frost. listeners. Yeah. Mitchell Frost, Easy Tonka Toast at Captain Cook's at the Poly. Oh, another one for that. There you go. Um, he also says, for table service, is the Cobb Salad at Hollywood Brown Derby or splitting a pizza at Vianopoly. At Magic Kingdom, the Plaza presents a fantastic value with a grilled Reuben for only 16 For hmm. lunch, dinner, quick service, you can't go wrong with the Contempo Cafe pizza or spicy chicken sandwich. The thing with like um, the uh, the plaza over at the Magic Kingdom is that the prices aren't that much more than they are for quick service. So right. if, you, if you ever want to like not do quick service and want to do a sit down and have a little more relaxed feeling, do the plaza. You'll you you you'll be very happy. Mackenzie mm-hmm. uh, Vitimo knows again says I know it's not true Italian, but I like Pinocchios from time to time. I'm not a fan of Pinocchios. I think the yeah no. 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 Uh, but hey, somebody likes it. Hey, that, it's still there for a reason. Yeah, that's why we do this because everybody has their own favorites. Exactly. Chicken pot pie at Columbia Harbor House. Corn dog nuggets at Casey's. Can you tell I spend most of my time at Magic Kingdom? I'm right there with you. Magic Kingdom <laughs> is my yep. happy place. If I only went to Magic Kingdom and Epcot, I'd be happy. I don't need to necessarily need to go to the other parks. But only Epcot, only when there's a festival going on, though. Right, yeah. Uh, Katie Forsyth says, Captain Cook's pulled pork nachos. There's another one. Uh, Woody's Lunchbox for the tachos. Flame Tree Barbecue's got the pulled pork cheese fries. The Chicken Guy Combo, which is three tenders or any sandwich plus fries and a drink for 12 bucks. Yeah, that's a good deal. Which isn't bad, yeah. No, because like <laughs> if I go out for lunch here in Jersey, um, I'm even looking at... like. For the most part, like if I go to, if I want to get like a sandwich, you're looking at like mm-hmm. 13 to 15 bucks for sandwich, chips and a drink. So, right. So that's a great deal. All right. So um, there's some good ones there. So I will head over to Twitter and I will Tweeter. see how many people respond to their heart. Hopefully there's not like a 300. There was quite a few. That's when I checked earlier. Okie dokie. Let's see. 
Um, let's see. Cat at Lukey Mag says the chicken and waffle from Sleepy Hollow or the Nutella fruit waffle. Both are good. Catherine get it goes by Magic of Running, Chicken Fried Rice at Yak and Yeti, Breakfast Sandwich at Pop Century. What's a breakfast sandwich? Yeah, just a normal breakfast sandwich? Uh, uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Pat Gennetti says Captain Cooks at the Poly, Breakfast Kids Menu, Steel Cut Oatmeal with fruit and turkey bacon served with a choice of small low-fat milk or small Dasani water. I guess that's five sixty-nine. Good amount of food and cheap way to start the day. That is a good way to do it. If you can get a little it bit is, of water, yeah. you know. Um, David Coffin says the ahi tuna nachos to share sixteen ninety-nine for two. Yak and Yeti Restaurant Animal Kingdom. Um, Mrs. Guru that goes by Mrs. Guru number nine. Bowl of lobster bisque and fresh baguette in France. Which that's like a great see that's like a great way to do it with the uh, the baguette there you know right you yep. dip that in there because I love to dip you get some bread like we were talking about I love to dip when you dip I dip <laughs> we all dip um, then ice cream at artisans the glass can't go wrong there um, artisans the glass says oi with a heart they responded to that so that's nice um, the last one was delay photo at delay photo. Until they took it off the menu, it used to be the pulled pork nachos at the Tambu Lounge. Mm. So, that's some good choices there. I'm sure, I know sure other people will comment the next few days, so once again, we're sorry that uh, you won't be part of it, but um, we will look at it and see it, though. So Yeah, you. we will still interact with you on Twitter. Yes, we will. So, anything else to add, Keithy? Um, no, I think that's it. I'm just really hungry right now, and it's way past my eating times. So, all right, I'm just gonna suffer. Me too. All right, that's gonna do it for this week. But first, I want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rentals at KingdomStrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at MousePros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check our store at redbubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram at Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline at 256-4MyTiki. That's 256-469-8454. And if you enjoy the show, please take the time and rate us on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M-I-N Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacations.com, and Mouse and you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Dole Whip Daily. And I want to thank Steve for submitting the news again with us. Check out his site, DisneyDiary.com, or follow him on social medias at Disney Diary and Facebook as well. And with that, Alan, take it away. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Steve, oh, he'll save every one of us. Super Steve. <laughs> Steve. Steve, oh, Steve Meister, making copies. <laughs> uh, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's this topic? Oh, oh um, uh, our cheapest meals. Oh, yeah. Our favorite cheap meals.
Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.